Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to episode number six, I believe, guys. Is that correct? That is correct. Already on number six for Birdie Juice, myself, Tyler, Kobe, and uh, Baldy Nathan are on the show today. And it is a beautifully cold and sunny Monday afternoon. Gentlemen, how are you today? Doing uh, pretty good. Finally back on our Monday schedule. So I just got back in from Indianapolis, visiting a friend for the weekend, got out of here and uh, went to even colder weather. <laughs> so that's right. Yeah, you right, drove, right. Yeah, yeah north. drove two hours for that solid sheet of ice on the highway, uh, a couple of snowy disc golf rounds and some uh, good beer and liquor that we'll get into later. But I'm doing good, man. Got a nice what, little life. What was the um, weather in Indy like was it any warmer than or colder or warmer no. than here? Or was it uh, when I even? when I pulled no worse when I pulled in on Saturday morning it was at ten a.m. it was twenty degrees with twenty five mile an hour winds wind chill felt like four degrees. Solid. So no, solid. That's beautiful. Monday was a little better, but yeah, no, it, it definitely got warmer when I came home, which is kind of sad when you think about where we live. Mm-hmm. For sure, Kobe, sir, how are you today on this fine? Oh, Monday? just. Great at a new location. I'm uh, house sitting for my mother. So in the dining room, the, looking out the back patio door at uh, a nice little suburban neighborhood. So, wow. uh, you know, not much better, you know, <laughs> looking yeah, at the rabbits right. running that's and the right. kids screaming. That's typical. Right. I'm here white without telling me you're white. I know. Yeah, there isn't a better view. There isn't a better view <laughs> in the world. Odd. Oh man, Tyler, well, how about yourself, bud? How oh, are you doing? Well, you know, it's Monday. Um, you wouldn't know the difference because you don't work. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> he texted me. He texted me on my lunch earlier and asked me if I wanted to uh, if I wanted to go frisbee golf, and I said no. I'm clocking in and going back to work, Nate. That's how <laughs> yeah, can, work that's how all cast. <laughs> no, hey, it was. Uh, get... It was a uh, a little bit of a a day today. It was a Monday for sure. Um. You know, a busy work week ahead for sure. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm off middle of the week. So tomorrow's my Friday. So so we're, we're looking forward to that. You know, let's go ahead and get into what, what we're drinking, what's in the cup. I'm going to start today let's hear it. because I need to take a drink real quick. And today I am drinking a Mad Anthony's Brewing Company, you know, out of uh, Northeast Indiana. Ruby Raspberry Wheat Ale. And you're not going to be able to see it because my screen's blurred. But uh, for everybody listening, just a uh, a wheat ale with uh, brewed with raspberries. So it's uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of dry, but it's I like it. I like it a lot. So some fruit flavor there, Nate. What do you got? I am drinking some Basil Hayden's bourbon. Oh, we gotta get rid of these green screens, guys. We can't see our drinks. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna say. Uh, well, I mean, mine's mine's just neat, but uh, yeah, yeah. A little Basil Hayden's bourbon today. I switch up from the toasted that I bought last time. There you go. Speaking Bas- of that, Ruby, Basil Hayden. Yeah, Basil Hayden. It's a, one of my go-to's for like lower, lower end uh, cost-wise, like you know, thirty, forty dollar bottles. I was gonna say I was talking to somebody at work about Basil Hayden the other day, and they were saying that it was like their favorite cheap whiskey, and uh, I was debating with them whether that was actually still cheap. What's the price on like a just a normal bottle uh, of that now? I honestly at a gonna, normal place, not like Costco. It, yeah, I I want to say it's like upper thirties. I was thinking it was like yeah, thirty seven, thirty nine, maybe something like that. Yeah, I think after tax you're just over forty dollars. Now I don't necessarily consider that 
cheap, cheap, but like when you can right. talk about those, like the other, the other one I bought, um, the Stellum I have here sitting next to me that I'm going to open up later tonight was a $70 bottle. And that's like middle of the road. And then you get into like the hundreds, but that's stuff that I don't generally buy all the time. Nice. Since we're shouting out bottles of uh, liquor that we enjoy, um, Nathan did get me a a bottle of uh, tequila Blanco from De Leon, I believe, is the mm-hmm. the company, De Leon. and it's tasty. De Leon, sorry. Yeah, I, I was I, I did get to try that with him when he opened it, and it is fantastic. I was very surprised. I might buy myself a bottle to be honest. Yeah, it's no, I'm darn definitely. Good. Yeah. Yeah, mid, mid, mid 40s price point. Yeah. Well, I just cracked open a fresh uh barrel of milk with <laughs> Oreos. <laughs> and Oreos. Uh, he just tapped the old barrel. For, yeah, for, yeah. for all of our audio listeners out there, he just definitely dipped that Oreo in the milk. That is five star right there. That is. Kobe, what's your what kind of Oreo was that? It looked like a that is a thin double stuffed. Uh wait, thin double stuffed? Them, them extra stuff, technically, is what it oh. says. Yeah, okay, so, but that's not double stuff. I looked at those no. on the screen. So let's let's have a debate here. Here, 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 here. This is the whole, for those of you, and this is what one looks like right here. That is not a double stuff Oreo. Not even but look one. at how thin the, the cookie is. So the amount of stuffing per cookie, like, mm-hmm. per, it okay. is right. a lot. It's yeah, But I like, I like the cookie, it. though. I oh, like see. The- I don't I'm like actually, that much cookie. Yeah, I'm actually on board with Kobe on this one because mm-hmm. I don't really care for much of the cookie, and I like the stuffing. I'm the guy that takes the stuffing out of the cookie. So Are you the, the weird person? It's like, oh, sorry, go ahead. The thinner the uh, the thinner the cookie. Now I would prefer that to still be like probably double the amount of stuffing, and then it probably <laughs> then it'll probably be perfect. But um, yeah, I'm on board with with the thinner cookie for sure. Mm-hmm. I can't judge any comments because I had a friend growing up who broke the mold. Congrats. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I did have a friend. <laughs> and he would, he would take the Oreos, no matter where it's double stuff, regular or whatever, and he would just pop them in half. He would lick the frosting. Uh-huh. Just throw, he would just set the cookies in a stack on the side and just throw them away at the end. He was literally just eat. I was like, why don't you just buy a tub of frosting? What's yes. what's the difference? Just I, us- I am your friend. I'm your friend. Right, you're Except- probably... You're paying more for the Oreos to lick the stuff. <laughs> you just buy a freaking tub of frosting and just eat it with you a know, spoon. You know what I want to know is why do you see same. people take them and break them in half and then lick it and then put them back together and then eat like, yeah. them. like That sounds like, K- that sounds like KGB. Is that a KGB yeah. thing from Rounders? Yeah, he does, but that's like a real yeah, thing. I was about to like, say, shout, shout out to Rounders is best that's Oreo cool. placement ever. Oh, yeah, that's for sure the best, um, what do you call that, product placement in a movie? Oh yeah. Um, let's talk about our uh, March Madness brackets, boys. I don't know if you guys want to bring that up, do you? I mean, clearly in first place in our <laughs> yeah. bracket pool. Ty- Tyler is leading us, but if anybody out there that's watching this knows about the brackets enough, he's at four hundred twenty points to my four hundred to Kobe's unfortunate three forty. The only reason, though, and I like I told him he's still in it because is because his Arizona uh-huh. pick and lost. First round, so I feel like that really, you know, obviously hurt him in at least one pick for both of the last, you know, uh, round of sixty-four. Nathan, who'd you pick? Who'd you pick to win? Alabama, and um, I don't. For all of us listening, I don't know the first thing about college basketball. I don't watch it at all. I googled who the top three were 
projected to win. I picked the one in the middle because Houston was <laughs> projected. UConn was third. Um, so I just picked the one in the middle and then like I built my bracket around, you know, high seeds making it decently far for the most part. Just and I, I picked almost no upsets because I don't know anything. So uh-huh. I played safe and we'll see how that works out. It's anybody's game though. So we're not even in the sweet sixteen yet. So your so your final two you picked who? Uh yeah, I had uh here let me pull it up real quick. I had Alabama and I want to say uh Houston in my final. So you have Alabama beating Houston. I I have Houston winning over. Yeah, over. I yeah I have Alabama beating Houston. So it'll be interesting. I I know Kobe thinks he's out, but I don't think he is. Well, him. I had Miami versus Arizona. This one I did a little differently than I normally do. And you know what? When I look all the way back, so my because you know they're south, east, midwest, and west. My west right. bracket, I was only wrong one of the first. First games. I got that's Arkansas nice. versus Illinois wrong, but that's it. I got everything else correct because I thought I did this a little bit how I feel like the March Madness is gone because I used to watch it all the time in high school, but now I'm just not right. that interested. So I like tried to do it like because I know there's always upsets, but dear God, I did not expect <laughs> Arizona to get there. And well, that's well, the, we, I was like, we you could know even talk about that, but that's not the only upset. Purdue, uh, no, Purdue versus. Farley Dickens? Is that what the school <laughs> yeah. is? Who yeah. goes there? They weren't even yeah, supposed is. to be in the tournament. Do you guys know that? Yes, I did. I was about to say. And that's what's they me. And Purdue just came off a big 10 championship. I don't care if you know mm-hmm. about basketball. You know that's not a small deal. Like, you have a big tournament. Like, you, they had to play their asses off and then to enter the tournament right after that and then lose. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's – I I um I, this is another side note uh, – ESPN, at least where we did our brackets, that's where we're doing our group on for those who are listening. They keep track of perfect brackets mm-hmm. for oh, the yeah. minute. There was 20, 20 million submitted. After the round of 64, there was 20 perfect brackets left. And then by like halfway through that round, I looked at it and it said zero already. And I think that was before Purdue lost. I they, mean, no. The, the perfect bracket ended for. All the for Yahoo, for ESPN, for CBS, all the bracket, the major bracket um, platforms on the 25th game of the tournament is the Purdue's loss wiped out the final 26 perfect bracket. Okay, so I remember it, right, it was at okay, so it wasn't that one. Okay, so that was, I was close, though, yeah. Um, I mean, it's insane. It could be the year with the most upsets if it keeps going. Yeah, it's uh well, and at this point, uh, well, I guess you can say there's still upsets possible, but at this point, all the teams are obviously pretty damn right. good. So, yeah, I was so, un- it was unfortunate to see my uh, Indiana Hoosiers lose last night to Miami, um, but sounds like I, I Cope, who, somebody going. picked them in their final game, so that's good. Who you didn't you say they were in your final, Kobe? No. Who? What team are you talking about? Miami. In- the Hoosiers. Yes, I have Miami oh, in the uh, end. Was well, it's the end of this game? Actually, it was going to be Arizona versus Miami. Gotcha. Well, maybe you'll still get a, the Miami part. You know, and I might. I thought Miami was a decent pick. I don't know. I really think it's anybody's game still. So I picked. Um, also, pretty much don't follow college basketball much. I just kind of follow the Big Ten here and there. Um, I picked Houston over Purdue, which you know we all already know how Purdue ended Ooh. up. So. Mm-hmm. But other than that, my bracket's been D 
decent. I'm at 88.2%. Um, after the first, after the round of 64, I was well over 90%. I felt pretty good actually about how I did compared to most years. So I'm right on your butt though, points wise. Yeah. And it's all, it all comes down to the uh, max, you know, because like you have the most max available still, Nathan. So. Mm-hmm. You have the most potential. Like I, I, I did my bracket on, you know, just hoping that people that are supposed to be good play good. Yeah, <laughs> I no, mean, I, I pretty much did too. That's, and that's like safest bet. I feel like um, but it's just interesting. I find it funny that none of us follow it at all. So I feel like that made it a little bit more fun because I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know that you guys didn't follow college basketball at all either. So because I thought I was just gonna get whitewashed by you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, this is I, actually going to be fun. This, this is going to come down to the wire, I think. Yeah, I'm just glad we all agreed to put $1,000 in on it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't want to take your money, but. <laughs> no, all good. But, yeah, um, we'll see how it turns out. I'm I'm excited. Just I, I enjoy, like, these times of the year um, just with sports stuff because I don't follow many sports, like, hard anymore. I don't have, like, teams that I specifically really follow hard. Um, so I enjoy the times of the year in sports where there's like big things going on that kind of is fun to watch, like the World Series for me, like the Super Bowl, um, like March Madness. Like, um, on, I would say on that, that note, I desperately wish the World Cup was every two years. And the World, years. yeah, I was gonna say the. World I think Cup. it's so stupid that it's every four years. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's a big miss. I mean, well, it's, it's, it's exciting, they, but it's because of the infrastructure. Structure. I get right. why I've done I've done an unnecessary amount of research into that because it interests me but dude uh-huh. the, it takes time to do what they do but they could make it easier and do it every two years and make a lot more money but you know I digress <laughs> yeah I just really love those times of the year where like non-sports fans still come out and like watch yeah and then I'm, I'm a- right there in that category even though I am a sports fan I'm like yeah. with that group of people that that's the time of the year I get excited for each one of these sports you know so, you know, yeah. I, I joke with, uh, I, I say that to Gina every once in a while. I'm like, I can't wait for the day where I turn into like my dad and I have uh-huh. my favorite team and I right. watch sports. I think it's going to be fun for me. Like I yeah. love sports, but like right now I feel like Kobe, let's sit down and watch this. I will. I will gladly sit down and watch the game, but I am not in my free time. I'm going to go. Yeah. Dude, let's go watch. This I'm going to do it more like, be socially. Yeah. But like, no, I'm, I'm, like my dad, he's no, he knows baseball basketball mm. football and i'm like dude it's cool he has his team he loves you get him mm-hmm. you know it's easy as a gift buyer right? <laughs> cowboys dodgers i know what timmy wants you know mm-hmm. like no i i totally agree with you on that i kind of sure. want to be that way one day like i get it you know i just had a very similar conversation actually so that's kind of funny um because hmm. now that you know i'm getting my like little man cave set up down here Mm-hmm. In my basement, it kind of gets me more excited for like having people over to watch, you know, events of any kind, really. So, yeah, mm-hmm. if you guys, you know, we can maybe all jump on board uh, on team and and uh, besides Ohio State, and uh, we can all just start watching. Hard. North yes. Carolina, North Carolina was my baseball. or was my uh, my basketball team, but. Oh man, it's the Good only stuff. team I'll ever care about is Ohio State. Yeah, I know. That's what ever watch. You know, and if people on the show already know we don't like you that much, but yeah, this just continues. <laughs> now they got more reasons. It just continues, you know. It just continues. Uh, but anyway, anyway, Nathan, I know that you know you and I have talked about this a lot in the past. 
um, and Kobe being a huge car guy and all. I kind of just wanted to feel you guys out on your opinions on electric vehicles, EVs. They're they're becoming super popular, not only EVs now, but like, you know, autonomous driving, which I'm sure we'll get more into as this uh, conversation progresses. But um, what what's your guys' overall thoughts on EVs? Just, you know, fully battery cars. Doesn't have to be like Tesla or anything, just, you know, because every brand's launching them now. Yeah, no. You guys, uh, you guys for it? Are you gas people still? Like, where are you at? Kobe, why don't you start this one off? Because I'm going to kind of bounce back and forth a little. So, so here's the thing, man. I love cars. I love motorcycles. I love planes. I like anything with a motor that I can hold on to and go some high speed. I have no problem with electric cars. I have a problem with electric cars replacing it what i love which is gasoline cars you know i love downshifting a manual v8 motor in a tunnel i also like the idea of getting in my car and not having to do an oil change and being able to drive to work and being you know not having a motor to worry about so I don't have a problem with it. I just don't want to see what I love die out because of it. Mm-hmm. I support mm-hmm. innovation, but I also love my passions, you know? So that that's why I'm kind of tore up by EVs because where they're building, like making some of the fastest, you know, and coolest and economical right. and smart vehicles, you know, they're also kind of killing a my, part of me. So Right. Kind of like I can't really be like, yeah, I do it because oh, okay. there goes another. You know, they're not making this anymore. They're not doing that. The new Corvette now has e motors. Cool mm-hmm. idea. Don't get rid of my motor though. You know, right. Yeah. That's a great so, answer. That's a great answer, honestly. And I'm actually, it's once again like I feel like we have like a great little like dichotomy here because you have like all yeah. the parts. So like, um, I love cars too, just not to that degree. Um, I see it in a totally different light. I think it's. I think it's just an absolute necessity when you think about how many issues fuel have from gas prices to availability, to pollution, to everything else. I think it is an absolute necessity at this point. If we don't get rid of gas vehicles, it's, I mean, we're just, it's, it's like the equivalent of shooting yourself in the foot, in my opinion, long term. I think it's just an, an issue. And from a maintenance standpoint, everything like Kobe said, oil changes, everything else. Like, I spend more time and more money on my cars than I should have to if they were electric. And my bigger reasoning for it really is what I want to get into after we get Tyler's opinion, which is going to be the self-driving portion. Because mine, my two reasons are A, environmental, which by I am by no means like an environmental warrior green. Like I do a ton of things that are freaking terrible. I don't recycle. But like I do see the need for us to get away from gas vehicles and I can uh, I'll end on that minus saying I do appreciate Kobe's because there is nothing like whether or not electric vehicles will go fast which I'm assuming they will once oh, they yeah. come north, there's nothing like that I mean, no, yeah. feeling you know that just like you can't you won't be able to feel the engine like you can yeah you know like when I rip my truck down the road or something or you put it in you know oh mm-hmm. and you're ripping a stump out or something or you know whatever it may be like you, that yeah it's gonna suck for that to be gone um, but I want to get to Tyler's point, and then I do want to talk about the self-driving a little bit. Oh, man. Yeah, this is a loaded question. I don't know what you did asked it. Um, <laughs> it is a loaded question. That's, that's, that's why it's fun. So, <clears throat> to hit on 
I guess I can probably rebuttal both of your guys' points, but my overall opinion is I'm still I'm still on the fence because I just haven't seen enough, I guess, in our area. It's, we're such a rural area compared to, like, the big cities where there's probably, like, a shit ton of EVs by now. And we have one supercharger in Auburn. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, that's, <laughs> what, that's where I'm going with this is, like, I just don't have the confidence that if I drive – like I'm going to have a lot of places to plug in on like a trip and stuff, even though I'm sure there is now and there's going to be more, you know, you see the Tesla ones, but like, I'm talking just like, you know, for all the other vehicles, cause I probably wouldn't buy a Tesla. Um, I've actually been looking at like the Chevy, like Silverados and the Ford, like F one fifties, like their electric mm-hmm. versions, which I actually think look um, pretty cool. And, and they still have like a lot of the same practicalities as um, the gas ones, you know, you're just, it's um, electric. Um, I do agree with Nathan's point. Um, unfortunately, there's going to be a day where, like, you just don't have any more fuel. So you're going to have to come up with something different, and that's electric vehicles. You know, like, we're not – I think there's, like, what they say uh, – I don't know if this is true, but I've heard multiple times, like, 40-something years left of fuel, like, in the world. And I don't know that, if that's, that's true. A, that's a rough, it's, a rough, it's a rough estimate. Yeah, so it's like, if you think of it that way – you just literally have to come up with something else or you don't have a way, you know, to get around in a vehicle. But I'm also with Kobe on the, uh, like, I like American muscle. And I'm trying to picture in, like, 50 years, are we going to have electric American muscle cars? Like, is that going to be a thing? Like, in, like, you know, a few generations down the road, it's like. Muscle cars will just, no, they'll be be classic cars. They'll be gone. Yeah, but then eventually there's going to have to be a new classic so, also car you know what i mean like think uh, about like a hundred years from now 200 years from now are those people going to be looking back and like oh man that 2023 uh electric corvette is that's a beauty you know that thing's it, i don't know it'll be something like that it, it's an adapter die situation though like, i mean they even think about gas cars you know and it's like no, they won't they, they they won't be able to because no. it's going to be an infrastructure thing so that's why i want to bring up so uh we talked about this a little bit before the show, but I want to bring it up. So Tesla, it was either yesterday, it was on the, the, the yesterday or today. Um, they are now in official beta testing for autonomous driving. So what, what I mean by that is they've always had lane assist and yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But now in starting actual beta testing where they're going to have drivers in the cars that have to be fully alert, you know, ready to take over at any point, but they are now going to be testing for true, like, I put in a destination in my driveway and I want to go two hours to Indianapolis and my car will take me from there to there without me having to do anything else. Okay. Now it's beta testing. So we're nowhere. We're, we're still a long ways away from truly autonomous driving, but that's where all of this is going. And the reason I think that it's important among a million other things is efficiency. When you think about how much time is wasted from human error in driving and all of the other things, if you could have a perfect system where all these cars are communicating with each other and you can have the most efficient way to get from A to B in the safest way possible. And then to expand on that without getting too in-depth, because I don't want to spend too much time on this. Um, if you look at it, see, I, I'm a numbers person and I look at things from probability, whether it's flying in a plane, your chances of getting struck by lightning, sharks, whatever your chance of dying from an AI's mistake when you give up control of a self-driving car, is it going to happen? Yes. 
It's going to. But the chances of you dying from that versus the chances of you making a mistake or someone else hitting you is scientifically proven to be immensely lower. It's a, it's a cost-benefit ratio in my mind. Mm-hmm. I think it's the ultimate safest thing, because up until the age of 40, your highest chance of dying is in a vehicle. Mm-hmm. That is the, the, the highest, you know, and we see it every day, even in our area. There's mm-hmm. The only thing I have to add to that is that whole time you said the perfect system which I, with something else there is, I, I don't know, to me, I feel like there's just, there's never going to be a perfect system. And I feel like what happens, Nate, if I go out to my car right now and I can't drive it, it's automated, right? Point A to point B, it doesn't want to go. Something goes wrong. Everything can happen, right? Anything can happen. So everything yeah. can go down is, you know, <laughs> what do you do? I can't drive. And that's the only car I have to get me to point from point A to point B. It's no different if you went outside and your your brake, you know, something was wrong with it from when you drove it last. I mean, car failures happen all the time. It'd be right, but like the same type of inconvenience. You but see, I think you're looking at it and the same way I talked to my dad, you're looking at it from the fact that you think you can control it. If it's a mechanical car, you think you can control it and you think by doing this you're giving up control. And I feel like that's where a lot of people have the problem. Yeah. I view it. And you know, I, I don't want to get. I feel like you're you're having an emotional conversation to what I see as a logical debate. Like, I what do you mean? People are afraid emotionally to give up their control, and they feel like they have more control than they do when they're driving a car, or when they're or whether it's oil changes, or like they could go out and say, "Oh, well, my car's not working, but I could, you know, fix that." I don't see it that way at all. I I don't you know. I just go off of the whole "what if" factor. I know that if I am driving my car right now, and if something were to happen, I know I can react to that. I, I don't dis- know. I if, disagree with you wholeheartedly. I don't know if there's a problem with your car if my car won't mess up also when yours messes up and they collide. I, I just I disagree with you. I've and that's just I don't know whether it's from experience, but like you people, you and other people. <laughs> Think they have? He just said, "You people." I said, "You and other." I said, you <laughs> "Okay, and, now you and, you, and, you and other people." Is what I meant to say. Think they have so much more control than they actually do. No, I, I don't think so. I'm sure it drives way better than I do. I react, want bro. to control, but you, I know. But I'm saying your thought that you can react is foolish. It's a human emotion. It's not true. You can't react. That, this is the exact I'm, debate I'm that. Willing. Is why just people haven't are not sold on it yet, and it's just it's gonna be a just, long time ongoing yeah. debate for all kinds of people who are in the exact exactly. same shoes as you guys. One, I mean, I'm with it. I just I like to drive, and I just don't want yeah. I just don't want it to. I right. just want to drive. Yeah, no, yeah and, I and enjoy I would... driving for sure, and I I would hope that the I don't want the day to come where you just like you aren't even allowed to control the vehicle, like the. The vehicles all control themselves and you're not allowed to do anything that I don't right. like the idea of. Um, I don't um, mind the idea of, you know, if you say you don't want to control it today, then your car can control itself. Now I'm, I'm on both sides where I can see how I think I can um, control it better, but I know um, that I'm sure um, over, you know, all the people in the United States, or in the world, for for that matter, that I'm sure a computer's close to perfect is a lot closer. I mean, a lot less accidents happening than you know are close to perfect. But um, yeah, I don't like the idea of giving up complete control. 
personally. I just I just had a thought. So now 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 hear me out, Nate, because here because this is this kind of got me thinking here. So on that subject, right, it's something can do this better than I can, right? Like that the AI system can drive could drive, you know, theoretically better than I ever could, right? Couldn't that be said with everything I do? And why couldn't I just why get AI is like taking AI. over everything? And it's yeah. Why couldn't I just get an AI to play golf for me? Why couldn't I just get an, an AI to do so a, everything for me? You know, it's because I like doing those things too. Right. Are, Not are just you, like. I was like, are you okay with us extending this conversation a little bit? Because uh, I because that's actually I'm actually really happy you brought that up because that's something I wanted to talk about. Um, I it I do the trucking industry specifically. Yeah, that great idea. So, but like that will put millions of people out of jobs and stuff like that. So yes, AI ultimately that's a whole different discussion. We'll take uh-huh. over many, many, many aspects of our lives, and that's that's a whole. And we we can talk about how you know then we can talk about universal income and all these other things because there won't be enough jobs for people. Yada yada. But going back to that, yes, I I just think it's better. I think that you're going to have though people like you two who see it one way and then people like me who I feel like I'm probably in the minority where I see it from a completely <clears throat> unemotional point of view and I just think it's necessary. And then also from the reaction standpoint, and when I say perfect system, I think of all cars being communication with each other constantly to reduce that even more so. But once again, I, and then this is the where I draw the line. I don't believe though, at this point, we're going to be able, like you said, at what point is that like a right of mine? You're like, can mm-hmm. you can you get into a car that I don't control? Mm-hmm. Right. But in Tyler's point, I don't think you can have both. If you have autonomous cars, I don't think in order to keep the accidents low, in order to have that system work the way it's got to work, I Build don't- Build a tunnel system. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think you can have people manually driving and then not have- you know what I'm saying? It has to be a system, yeah. otherwise it won't work. Well, but then, it won't work from the from the wreck standpoint, reducing deaths. Right. So, but it right. might work it, for the convenience standpoint, which is going to be what sells a lot of people probably. No, well, to me, it's not okay. But to me, I'm okay with never driving in. Like, I would very happily get in a car and have zero. Oh problems. God, no way, dude! Oh, do you know how happy I would be to not oh. have to drive? Where do you drive? I, what do you mean? I drive to Toledo you so, up into so Michigan. busy all the time. I just don't understand. I'm, I'm I see. Going. I enjoy driving. Um, yeah, I can see both sides for sure. I yeah. just I just enjoy driving, and I would have trouble I, just giving that I, up. I, yeah, I, he came to me and it, said, "It's not because I'm thinking that I'm necessarily better than the system. It's just that I." personally enjoy being behind the wheel and and driving that's why anytime i go anywhere on a trip i'm the one that drives because i just enjoy it Mm -hmm. um i like i guess it makes me feel like i'm doing something while i'm in a car i can't read my phone or anything like that because i get sick so oh oh, i was gonna say when stacy drives up to her parents i am on my phone for an hour and a half straight yeah no see i get motion sickness so like driving like helps me focus on something and like the road and Right. I just enjoyed that. Um, and like for me, like if you came to me, you're like, you can never ride a motorcycle again because that car can do it better by without you. I'd be like, eat a D. 
dick. Yeah. <laughs> I am writing then, that thing see, that to brings, like that, that brings my, Yeah, that brings my point back up, though, is yeah. how that's going to be the line that's going to be well, to draw. It also comes to at what point do we consider driving a necessity or a pleasure? Just I like, feel like driving will be considered a privilege and a commodity more than the other way. I think, I think, like, officially, it'll literally be a commodity, it'll be something that you are just paying for that you don't have control. It'll be, it'll be completely automated. This is so far away. No, yeah. 20 years. There's no 20. way in 20 years that they will not let us drive a vehicle, bro. I still have potholes down my road, Nate. You think, of, no, there's no way. I'm just saying. Now, okay, okay. Can I? I should clarify because uh, I actually forgot to touch on this because we've talked about so much stuff. Uh, Tyler was talking about the uh, the cars and us being in a rural area. When I say twenty years, I'm talking about major cities. For area, us fifty. We're I'm, we're. I'm talking about how long until the day where you're saying nobody is allowed to actually have control of a vehicle. It's all AI everywhere in the United States. I don't think it ever gets there. I would say sub sub forty. Sub in 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 our lifetime, it will happen um, in before we die. I don't think so. I think it will. I think absolutely because, and this is another discussion we can have. I don't know how familiar you guys are with just technological advances in general. We we see things as a, a when we were born to now and whatnot, but we are exponentially increasing our scientific discoveries every year so what we saw from growing up and like i saw dial-up internet to modems to blah, 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 you know from there but even in five more years the things that we're going to be seeing and we're talking about neural implants in our brain they are they're predicting that in the future we are going to have such an understanding of the human brain we're going to be able to break it down so much mental illness will disappear I mean, understanding of the world and how fast we're doing things. So, yeah, you think of 20 years as 20 years from, like, 2000 to 2020. But I guarantee you more is going to happen from now to 2033 than happened in those 20 years. We are just moving so fast now. So you and think that – because you would have to create a law, essentially, because that people aren't allowed to control a vehicle. And I just don't see people giving up that power without fighting hard. I don't think they're going to have a choice, but that's where I, I that's, well, that's, where I that's where you start fighting because <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I, and I, I mean, agree with everything. It's like trying everything to take people's guns. Until, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I agree with everything up until that point, And that's the hardest hurdle. I don't think the hard hurdle is going to be creating the technology or implementing no, it. I don't think it'll be great. It's going to be getting everybody behind it. Yeah, that's what I say. That's why I don't think it's going to happen in 40 years. I, But I, I feel like at a certain point, you're – I don't know how to say this because I don't really know exactly what I want to say. But, like, at a certain point, we as a as humanity have all but killed ourselves enough. At a certain point, if we get what we want, we're all going to die. So at what point does our – longevity as a species trump our desire to have personal freedoms i don't know man you couldn't even get everybody on board with taking the covid vaccine so i'm good well, good luck I, I, yeah i don't want to get into too polarizing of discussions because i have very sh- strong opinions on how stupid people are with certain things but yeah i get it but there's a lot more people in the world than just you me and kobe yeah and everybody and I, has their own opinions i just think a lot of people don't think about long-term consequences but they things. never will yeah, and we're very caught up in I but but I want this. I just feel like it's very childish 
of a lot of people and i just think that people but once again my thoughts don't make a reality you know <laughs> so right. yeah no i got it but anyway oh i uh if you guys are cool on that conversation because i i we can dig into that more another show i was gonna say we more. can talk about this endlessly and i just uh uh, anyway, but Kobe, I hear, has a very uh, interesting question for us this week. Oh, yeah, yeah Kobe, let's throw it over for your segment, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kobe likes uh, Kobe likes science fiction and stuff. So Kobe had the idea of what would be the what would be like the coolest storyline you think to be a part of and what would be the worst? Like you pop out in a movie, book, whatever it is. You'd be a part of that, like however you want. What's the best one and what's the worst one? I'll uh, I'll go first on this one because I would say I'm as big of a nerd, if not maybe just a got a few years on you in that category. Damn right, a few. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Screw you, sir. <laughs> My hair tells a story, huh? Um, but I have a mullet right now. Right the uh those the world I would most want to be part of would be the Harry Potter universe. Reason being, um, very similar as far as like you have the normal world, but then you have that segment. I always love the idea of magic being real. And I like the fact that it's not necessarily a high conflict world. Like I could live in that world and experience magic, but not be like dealing with big things. Like I could just live a life and experiencing all that cool stuff that I just find super interesting um so that would be my biggest one because there and you gotta think magic's all over the world like in the hogwarts legacy game you've got you know people from africa that are coming to hogwarts that they have magical communities everywhere in the world so you got to imagine how cool that would be i mean they could write thousands of books on that you know if they wanted to um super cool the one i would hate to be in that i've watched a lot game of thrones that universe high percentage you die one way or another Okay. just either you die or your life sucks in some way or another like i would i would imagine that's just constant stress like that whole show Fair. So that, that would be the least favorite fantasy Tyler? yeah oh uh, go, go ahead kobe go ahead buddy go ahead all right i'm still kind of think, pondering i think my favorite universe to be a part of and i don't really know why but it's ready the Ready Player One and Ready Player Two book series. Ooh, book series, I haven't read those. So the the movie. So I was a fan of the movie. I saw the movie Ready Player One when it came out in theaters. Thought it was so cool. Loved the idea. Huge video game guy. I love like a young guy, a kid becoming you know the hero kind of thing. So I was like, I want to read the read the books. So I downloaded both audiobooks of the first one and the second one. The second one came out the week I. Like finally was like, I should listen to these. So I listened to both of them. And at the end, not to like spoil it, but in a sense, in the end, you know, the kid, the kid does it. He creates a, an AI actual, like a, a all set up ship that they sent off with all the resources to start a new world, our world. But he chose to stay and live on the planet and die on the planet. Okay. kind of thing like right out the rest because he was like a, a trillionaire now and stuff from his companies and stuff and uh he, he just i don't know it was one of the the best stories i've ever read and i would just love to be able to experience like that level of vr because like they created ai where like you could feel right. and stuff all the world so, so i could go into harry potter and feel 
those movies. Okay. You know, so you're looking so like, at it from like, like a future, like almost like a future standpoint, but that specific world where that future had that tech. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. yeah. I love, I love that movie too. Would you want to be the hero mm-hmm. or do you just want to be able to exist in that? I would, I mean, I'd love to be the hero. Cause obviously he has billions and trillions of dollars. Right. In that I mean, scene, it, you know, it, like, cause like he, good, yeah, guaranteed yeah. good ending. <laughs> lots of lots of poverty and stuff in the book. Lots of like slums and like actually Columbus, Ohio is like the big is like, the, yeah, in, in the movie especially yeah yeah. So it's like kind of crazy to think about that, but that's probably my what I would love to be a part of. I and, hope that stuff comes real for us. Right, I know. Like that VR technology is super cool. Um, what I wouldn't, what I don't think I'd want to be a part of is um. The Last of Us. We were just talking about that before yeah, the podcast. Oh, uh, just dude. not even I. Zombies. Yeah, well, that, that might even be Game of thing. Thrones. Dude, zombies just not my thing, and like that kind of zombie. No. Yeah, my thing, dude. I was. I'm. I'm glad you clarified. First a fungus all. is like that. I mean, the story intro line to that show, and like the I played the game mm-hmm. a little bit. I I never finished the game. Um, the intro to that show is so terrifyingly like sound real, real. sounding to me that I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my god. Yeah, and when you talk about not to, I, I'm sorry, I keep hopping on this, but this gets me because like we most people that are listening to this and you guys have probably at least seen an episode of The Walking Dead or whatnot. Like, there's those kind of zombies that are the walkers, you know. Mm-hmm. Like those are scary enough when you think about the big situations they get into and the realisticness. And then you got these fungal zombies, and they are running faster than humans ever run. Like I mean, they are terrifying. Clickers, I, dude, a clicker. If I heard a clicker, I'd my right, pants right here. In the live. And, sorry, Tyler, if this ruins a little bit for anyone out there, I won't get. I won't try to ruin anything. But they have I'll that. Never watch it. They could where they can step on the ground and they feel it, and then mm-hmm. they started getting up and you have a herd of 200 of those running like usain bolt at you like yeah and the, yeah era, bro. <laughs> I, I don't know if i would even try i feel like i would just give up yeah i mean how do you stop that all right <laughs> you know i can't so yeah no 100 i think you win that one i think that beats game of thrones uh <laughs> tyler um yeah so i guess like my favorite um i'm gonna tie it into like me taking place of the character in a movie. Okay. Um, and that would, the only one I can really think of that I would really love to be in is a movie called little big league. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it, but I watched it a long time ago. Yeah. So it's a, a kid who, uh, isn't very good at playing baseball, but his grandpa owns the Minnesota twins. His grandpa passes away. And gives him the team, and he's 12 years old, and he owns a Major League Baseball team. And then he actually puts himself in position to manage the team and coach them. And um, my whole, like, childhood growing up, that was, like, a dream come true kind of, like, scenario. So I'm going to put myself in uh, in there in, in okay. that in that movie, in that, in that position. That's pretty cool. I would own a professional baseball team from the time I'm 12 until, you know, the day I die. So. Um, so that Sounds would be uh, that'd be yeah. pretty badass. <laughs> so Money would never be a problem. You know, no, I, was I, love, say, I, I can do whatever the hell I want. You know, what I mean, yeah, I would own a baseball team. <laughs> All right, where don't you want to be? Um, I'm the like scary movies, so pretty much any scary movie out there, you can name any of them, and I just would not want to be in them. So that's all I can I really think of for negative. Shining Jack Nicholas scares him. Uh, uh, just anything that's a. Uh, 
anything that like pops out at you and tries to like scare you during a movie. Jump scares. Fair. Pisses me that's off. That's fair. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's not as much that it like scares me, it just like annoys me and just kind of like I don't know. I've never like haunted houses in real life. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't ever get scared. I just get like kind of pissed at them when they like mm-hmm. jump out of nowhere. I'm like, fuck you, man. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. You get punched, even though I signed up for this. I paid for this. Speaking of those haunted things, dude, not to get too <laughs> off topic, but there's one no, in a little country town away, like just haunted school. Yeah, it's a haunted school. The uh-huh. tunnel one. Did I have, have I talked about this with you before? No, I've just been there several times. The one where you claw, crawl through the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Illegal. Pitch, pitch black. Illegal. That is Ill, that should be illegal. It's like a three by three box, and yeah, you that's pitch black, for right? Blood you like yeah, pitch yeah. black. You call for miles. I want <laughs> not dude, really. Can you imagine? Imagine it feels like miles like eight when you're feet. fat, like me. <laughs> but like, dude, I was on a double date one time, and you know how awkward that is when I was crying because I couldn't, I couldn't oh see, God. I couldn't. No, I'm just kidding, I didn't cry. But I was, you know, I was freaking out. I'm like, this is who built this? It's some, mm-hmm. you know, Indiana man. Indiana man mm-hmm. built that thing. Can I trust that to support me? Like, that, I don't know what's that's that is actually probably like I took my wife there too before we were married, and you should call uh, some OSHA people. We went to several haunted houses that year. And that mm-hmm. one terrified her the most. And it's like the shortest one, like going through it. But yeah. it's just like there's so much like pitch black in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that stuff, like I said, doesn't really bother me. I just get mad sometimes at the people. But yeah, she hated that one the most out of all of them. So oh, me want to throw up, dude. I hate being jump scared. I have never voluntarily gone into a haunted house. Every time I've gone into one, it's usually been Stacy or like friends. And then I'm the only one that does not want to go. And then we get in there, and then they're like, okay, you got to lead us through. You got to go first. And then, you know, like, uh-huh. you're, yep. like, she's behind me with her hands, you know, like, on my Always. back like this. And I'm like, dude, I hate that. And I'm like, I'm with you, Tyler. I get pissed because I know I don't want to be jump scared, and I know I can't do anything about it. So I don't scream, but I just get angrier. Like, yeah. I'm like, here, why am I doing this? Uh, One that I did have fun with, this was back when I was, so this would have been. 1842. 15 years ago, fuck you. Um. <laughs> I was a sophomore in high school, and we went into. Uh, uh, I was we even eight. In, in, a, in the middle of nowhere, in uh, Ohio, I had a girlfriend out there at the time that was uh, just had just graduated, and we went in a, a haunted hayride. But you got to have paintball guns, and all the people would be like running through the woods, and they would have like the paintball masks on, but they had everything like full gear. And your whole thing was you were just shooting paintballs at like monsters and stuff. Oh, along that's badass. Yeah, that's... Running across bridges for you and like, oh, dude, it was so much fun. Favorite haunted like experience ever. Like, and it was still like semi ish scary, but like you got to shoot back at people and you were never like, yeah, in, like that's a cool face. Oh, dude, it was so much fun. I'm, I'm definitely different than you guys then because I actually love those haunted trails because I, I mean, you guys both know me. I'm, I'm loud. I like to make as many jokes as possible. <laughs> I make jokes the whole time on the way through. Yeah. And it's kind of fun for me. Like I kind of like doing it. Like I went Mm -hmm. back to that haunted school tile that we were talking about. Mm -hmm. I went to Churubusco, that school that's close by. Yeah. And my buddies set it up and were running it that night. So I told them all the name of the people we were with, the two girls we were with, and they kept saying their names throughout the whole place. And dude, it was freaking about Yeah, because they got that PA system order. Yeah, yeah. Oh, (laughs) they're just talking. 
Yeah, see, I, I don't, I, I, I don't know if Tyler's worse than me, but I am like an anti scary. I'm a little wuss when it comes. Oh, to... Oh, see, yeah, no, I don't. I usually can predict where they're at most of the time, so I don't like get jump scared. I just, it just oh, irritates do. me sometimes. Like I don't even know why I'm in oh. here, but I usually am doing it for the people I'm with. But um, yeah, no. All right, what else we uh, what else we got, guys? I don't think we're gonna be able to get through as much as we actually probably plan. Right. But if you guys are okay with talking about a little food stuff, I can throw that in. Yeah, uh, we can either uh, well, not to make a decision on the middle of the show, but uh, we can do that or the liquor, one of the two. Yeah, well, let's let's just do both. So just shut your face. Yeah. So uh, so we'll start with the food. Last week we talked about weird food because this was Tyler's idea. So I told you guys at the beginning of the show I was uh, in Indianapolis over the last week and my buddy took me to a brewery down there he really likes. Uh, showed me one of his, him and his girlfriend's favorite foods that they specifically go to this brewery for. And I tried it. I honestly thought I was going to hate it and it was delicious. So um, there are potato pancakes. I don't know if our listeners have heard of potato pancakes before. I don't exactly know how to describe them. Um, other than a much better hash brown. I mean, it's literally, I, I don't add to it's it. Kind of like a potato cake. But like, but what do they, don't they add something to it? Cause it, the flavor changes. It's not just potatoes, it's not like a hash brown patty. Like there's. Oh, that's what I was kind of picturing. So maybe you're yeah, there, it is, but I swear there's something else they add. Anyway. Oh, I, I, are you talking about like a, yeah, it's kind it's like Sometimes a. they put like cheese and stuff. It's like a potato pie, but there's something else in there that adds flavor. But anyway, it, they had leeks in it. Never had leaks in anything, you know, and I also don't even really know how to describe the flavor other than almost like, like if vegetation had a flavor that well, <laughs> like I mean, it, a, leak, it was, a leak is essentially kind of like a green onion. It's right. And then, but that's, it was delicious. It was one of the weirdest combinations I had heard on the menu and I just tried it and it was just fantastic. So Shout out to the thing I said last time. Always try something once. I know things sound weird out there. Try it once. Don't knock and do try it. I hope somebody out there, I know you probably too didn't, my freaking sauce combination from last week. Nope. Try it. Oh, yeah. Might... I went right upstairs and did it. So you might be surprised. You never know. I guess. Weird, weird food combination for the week. You know, I had a um, uh, a good meal. A few days ago and it's a very common meal it's wings um but it got me thinking you know because like uh it's a it's a debate all the time you know boneless traditional yada yada mm-hmm. um these particular wings were traditional and they were uh, daytona style which you know is a grilled um just and... learned that what that was the uh, yeah two days ago but oh, yeah yeah yep yeah it's pretty much a grilled wing or they cook it yeah. and then they, they finish it on the grill, whatever. Um, <clears throat> so it got me thinking. I'm I'm gonna bring this up on the podcast. So, do you guys prefer traditional wings, boneless wings? Does it depend on a, like a situation for you? Like, where are you guys at on the wings? Do you even like wings? <laughs> Kobe, Kobe, go first on this one. Oh yeah, always yeah. Shouldn't he give the fat guy first? Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Of course, I like wings. First of um, all, I'm skinny fat. So let's buffalo make- wings are a top three food for me. I gotta say, buffalo, buffalo sauce on wings. Yeah, buffalo yeah. sauce on on bone in wings. Traditional mm-hmm. and, and boneless. I'm not against it. It's definitely just a chicken nugget. But you yes, can call it a boneless you. wing, and I don't care. Um, definitely more convenient. Definitely more convenient. Like if you're trying to just throw something down. 
not yeah. like a mess. Absolutely. Now, if you were like Kobe, I'm gonna have a cookout. You want boneless wings or bone-in wings? I want bone-in wings with buffalo sauce. I can I can all tell that we're all bone-in people already, probably. Yeah. Prefer, yeah. Preferred, <laughs> I would say. Uh, and, that, chicken, and I think yeah. if we call ourselves foodies, like we all think we are, I think you have to be a traditional wing. Yeah. Preferred. Um, so it's actually kind of kind of funny because when I, I was in high school and whatnot, we uh this is back. So we want to talk about wings. We sh- we won't have time today, but I want to talk about wing places next week. So that's something we can talk. Yeah, about. yeah, that'd be great. Uh, next week, but I used to go to Buffalo Wild Wings a ton after soccer and and stuff growing in high school. A lot of times then I would do boneless. I never had like a good reason why. I think it was just like you said, convenience. Oh, for sure. And just I think I was just honestly, especially when I up until I was like eighteen, I think I was immensely lazier than I am now. Like it was just pure laziness. Um, ever since then, hundred percent bone in. It's it's just more of an experience for me. I I don't know how else to explain it than that. It's just like a traditionalized thing. Like it's the way you eat eat the drums versus you know the actual wings and everything else. Um, one thing I will debate against Kobe. I am not a fan of buffalo sauce. That is one of my least favorite wing sauces. And doesn't matter. And I'm not talking like whether it's medium hot. Doesn't matter. It's not a spicy thing. Uh, I'm just not a huge fan of buffalo. I still eat it though. So, what's your favorite sauce? Mango habanero. Hmm, interesting. Habanero has always been a go-to for me, and then anything, anything really with that like heat. I I like sweet heat. Sweet heat's my go-to, but I want it to burn. And then if I'm not gonna get something like that, like a honey barbecue has always been a good go-to for me. Um, mm-hmm. oh yeah, traditional buffaloes. Like I don't dislike it. I guess that's what I should say. But it's definitely not something I ever get when I go. Yeah. Now, um, with your wings, and I'm gonna just let's just talk about traditional right now. Um, yeah. Do you prefer, and this could be for both of you, Kobe? Is your favorite sauce buffalo, by the way, or do you have an actual different favorite sauce? Uh, I mean, if you're going, I like the a garlic one, like spicy garlic, is usually okay. what I get. Like I get that at a bar, and I get that at beat up. So uh-huh. I like that a lot. Now, do you guys like? I've had both ways, actually three different ways. Um, do you prefer your wings like dripping in sauce, a little bit of sauce, or do you like them naked and dipping them in your preferred sauce? I'm right in the middle. I I. I don't care if they're drenched, honestly. I'd rather have them drenched than too dry, but I would prefer to have like a solid coating. The only reason I think that I feel that way is because most of the time I get on the, you know, seven, you know, seven out of 10 plus heat scale. So the more sauce, you know, the more yeah. it's going to hold it. Um, but yeah, I, I never naked in dipping for sure. Interesting. I definitely. <sighs> You know, I think it depends. It literally just depends on the mood I'm in. I really don't. It just it like right now, I would eat lighter sauce. You know, dip in ranch. God, I'll have ranch. I'm not a blue cheese guy. If you're a blue cheese guy, I don't you, trust you. You, you. jumped there, yeah. I was. Gonna, I, was gonna um, I don't. I do not trust you. I'm off. Um, <laughs> you scare me. You eat mold. Um, <laughs> blue cheese is good. <laughs> No, it's that's a lie. All right, we can um, talk about that some other time. Yeah, um, <laughs> but like sometimes I like them, um, like wings, etc. In Fort Wayne, dude, so much sauce. Yes, so much, every time. And sometimes if I want to be a mess, dude, yeah, I'm in. But like, it kind of depends on the mood. See, I can't stand wings, etc. For that exact reason. 
Okay. Because if I'm ordering, like... if I'm ordering a traditional wing, I almost prefer it naked over having too much sauce. Because actually, normally I would say I probably do prefer it naked if it's like truly cooked well, like especially on a grill or something, or they talk about a Bodugi's wing. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like that, or um, even mm-hmm. Italian grill in Auburn. They do an amazing Daytona style wing, uh, traditional. I would much prefer a, a naked traditional wing because it. I mean, if people are putting like a little bit of seasoning on it and it's nice and juicy and it's got a little bit of char on it from the grill or whatever, like that's enough flavor for me. I'm a plain meat kind of eater if it's cooked right, and that goes for steak. I don't even like Daytona style necessarily. Now a boneless wing. I mean, I want sauced obviously, and I. And, uh, but I still don't like heavy sauce. I'm, I like it where, you know, you get the coating on there, but then you get rid of the rest of the sauce and you don't serve it like in a pool of sauce that annoys the hell out of me. It's too much. And if I get something spicier, which I do like to dip into some of the spicier stuff, it's too much. And then it like gets all over my lips and yada, yada. And then my lips are burning and I don't like that. So that's my thoughts on the sauce and yeah, blue cheese sucks. Yeah. Blue cheese, blue, blue cheese, cheese can be good if you do the right combination, nope. and if I you mean, don't get a ranch, big chunk of. I can smell it from here. Shit. Ranch is still the go-to, but like, yeah, dude, what you're talking about? When I think of wings, I think of a fried traditional wing that then has a sauce, like the Daytona style you're talking about, with like seasoning. Like, I don't even think of that as like traditional wings. Why oh, it's bone You don't even like buffalo sauce that much, though. Yeah, that's true. So, what do you dip in buffalo? What do you dip in with? I don't ever do my naked though. I I always get mine tossed in a Um, sauce. Mostly, just dip them in ranch. For the for the record, when I say Daytona style, I don't know. I guess what everybody thinks of when I say that. I'm just talking like a grilled wing. So yeah, yeah, with 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 no breading, right? Yeah, just a just like skin, but not 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 a breading. You bread your bone-in wings? I was going to say, I don't ever eat breaded no. bone-in wings. Oh, I thought that's what Nate was saying. I was like, wait no, a minute. No, like the bone... I thought he was talk, originally talking about boneless. That's my... Oh, word. no, you're good. But anyway. Okay. No, but, but I, 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 at the very least, I don't think I've ever had traditional wings naked before and then dipped them... Like, I've had... I shouldn't say that, but I've never, like, dipped them, like, had, like, a mango habanero or a barbecue sauce on the mm-hmm. side. Oh, well, you, you can. Order and duties. now you need to try it. Yeah, like I've had KFC, obviously, like you know, like, I'm you know what I mean, like What'd that kind say? of like. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean, like chicken that way, and then I just eat it. You know, yeah. just normal but breaded that they have like a breading on that and everything when they. I don't know. I, 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 no, you're good. But we all love wings, and I find it interesting how different we are on those. We should all go to. I wings. think we need to do a. I think we need to start incorporating like live taste testing of things on our podcast. Live taste testing. Oh boy, we could. Uh, we could. We would have had clam chowder for today, but Pam's in Florida. She's yeah, right. I was actually going to She'll make clam chowder. Heck right. yeah! So we're going to do a review of that on. Shout, shout out, Pam. Yeah, we, we were we talked about doing it this week, but shout out Pam again. We'll do that we're for gonna... the first time we ever get together to do a podcast. It'll be there like a go. kind of a yeah, special thing. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. I'm gonna wrap this thing up. I got, yeah, I got I think one we're question. Probably out of time. I got one question, just to kind of end on, and it's a it's a quick one. 
food related, and we'll, we'll wrap this thing up. If money wasn't an issue, would you eat out every single night? Yes. Wait. Or just say you didn't have to pay. Like if, if they didn't even charge you, like would you eat out every night? Can, can I can I do takeout? Like, do I have to or do I have to go to yeah. the restaurant? I think you can do carry out. Then yes, hundred percent. I I'm a little bit too much of a homebody to want to go out to eat every night because that's a bit of a hassle. But if money wasn't an option, I would never cook. Okay, but if but if you couldn't do it at home, you would not take that deal then. No, I I would not want to go out to eat every night for dinner. Gotcha. Not a chance. Cope. Not being home. Um, I don't know. I like to cook things, so mm-hmm. I mean, I want to say yes, but then I also like. Like, I don't, if you gave me an Applebee's menu right now, I don't think I could tell you a single thing I want off that thing. We're talking about money not being an issue. Do you yeah. know how many, you're not you going to Applebee's, buddy. Yeah, but you know how restaurants there are? Yeah, you know, you know, are? Yeah, you know in Auburn, though, I don't feel like driving to Fort Wayne true. every single day. It does kind of play into where you live, too. I didn't think about you that. You know, like, if I lived in, like, Fort Wayne, then, like, probably it's not really a big deal. But, like, up here, what's well, some. Yeah, that's why I said, do you have to drive? Because if you have to drive to it, even if the options were Auburn, I'm not doing it. Yeah. No, I'm. So I. But if I can do it. The only thing. Sorry, I should have talked about The only thing for me that would stop me from doing it is the fact that I do enjoy cooking. And I like to try, like, recreating some things that, like, I might eat at a really good restaurant in my own way. That would be the only reason. Other than that, I would gladly eat out. And even if I had to drive there, I would gladly eat out probably every night. Now, I might get sick of that you know, after a while, and that might change. Um, right. But you can always order something light. Like, that's the thing, you know. If you actually could eat out every single day, you could you could have nights where you just ate, like, hardly anything out, but you're still eating out. Um, just like oh, yeah. you do at home I, well, sometimes, talking, you know. Like, there's tons of healthy options, especially in Fort Wayne, too. Like, I, I would be getting – I wouldn't just be eating savory foods all the time. Right. Like you Right. If you have, because the healthier options are sometimes the more expensive ones. Like if you have that no money option, but I just wouldn't want to drive. Like I, that's mm-hmm. you, if you, especially if it's three meals a day, like we could get into this. Oh no, I just dinner, time. just dinner. This yeah, was my even question. That, it's, even that, no, I, I think my answer is just no. I'm just gonna leave it there. I'm done with that All question. Right. I, oh, that's no. fair. That's fair. All right, guys, I think you're at a good point to wrap it up here. Uh, anybody that's still listening or has listened, we appreciate you. As always, hopefully we're, you know, getting a few followers. Uh, if you like the content, if you don't like the content, if you have topics you want us to discuss, um, debates to throw at us, shoot us an email at birdiejuice22 at gmail.com. That's birdiejuice22 at gmail.com. When we would love to hear from you. Um, we probably, I didn't get anything the last show. I doubt we'll get anything for a while, but if we do, we'll definitely bring it up. And, um, as always, guys, had a great time discussing a little bit of heated debate in today's show, but uh, that's good for the show to mix it up a little bit. We all love each other at the end of the day, and right. um, I enjoyed it. So I'm going to hop off. You guys got any final thoughts or pieces? Well, Thanks for joining us. Thanks to you guys for being here as always, and we'll see you next week. All right, boys. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Cheers.